What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Tea Time with Monica. My name is Mickey Leon. I'm Monica's manager and her co-producer on Tea Time with Monica. Monica is taking some much needed time off today, so I decided to jump in and do this episode for her. Today, we're going to have a Tea Time Rewind, and we're going to flash back to one of my favorite episodes, episode one, Following Your Dreams with Justin Stewart. I love this episode because it's so inspirational and because it was our very first episode. Justin Stewart talks about how he followed his dreams and what he did to accomplish his goals. And in these crazy times that we're living in, we can all use a reminder of what we need to do to accomplish our goals and follow our dreams. So grab your favorite cup of tea, sit back, relax, and let's get into this Tea Time Rewind with Justin Stewart. Welcome to Tea Time with Monica. Are you ready to spill some tea? All right. Hello, everybody. You are here with Tea Time with Monica J., the curvy diva. Today's guest, we have Justin Stewart, who is a segment producer for NBC Network, early Today Show, and the former producer for Fox 5 Good Day DC. How are you today, Justin? I am blessed, highly favored, amazing, single, cute, loving it, successful, uh, blessed. What else we got? <laughs> you are everything. Um, I chose you for our first podcast because I feel like you inspire so many people. I am a big fan of yours. I've watched you on social media being on Good Day DC. I've actually been at some of the, you know, live ones where they do the summer tours and seen you and just never walked yeah, up to you. Yeah, yeah. Was, but um, I just think you're such an inspirational person. Um, and what really inspired me was how you took on Good Day DC, but then you weren't afraid to follow your dream and move and take on a new show, even with you having so many good roots here in the DMV area. And that's what I want to talk yeah, about today with you. Because at the beginning of the year, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the year, so many people are setting intentions about following their dreams and doing so much. And so I want you to speak to that a little bit about how that, um, how you did that, how you took that journey. Um, I just always believed in myself, even when that voice creeped up in the back of my head and just told me I wasn't enough or like you're not qualified and you know you, you everybody has that voice behind that self-sabotage voice um but I had to think outside of that and push myself and and tell myself that I am enough and, and that I am blessed and I am um you know worthy of the blessings that God has given me and that has opened the doors for me um but besides that also just having people around you to support you and, um, you know, show you that, you know, there's more to life than just where you, you know, you were raised and, um, you know, where you currently are and that this isn't the end-all be-all for you. And that was really having a support system, especially, you know, with people I work with, my my own family, my friends, and having um, amazing people around me to keep me motivated um, was a really big part um, in helping me, especially make the decision to move to New York. You know, I'm from D.C. I was born and raised um, in D.C. Right, and it's um, in the D.C. DMV area. You know, I went to high school, middle school, um, elementary school there. You know, so my whole life literally is in D.C. 
And so for me right. to kick out and move to the Big Apple, um, that was a big step for me. But I knew I had to say yes. Like when that job was offered, I knew I was going to take it. But, you know, um, as the time crept up to for me to pick up and move, I, my nervousness, my, that voice got bigger, everything got bigger. You know, um, but I just had to push through and I had to keep going. And I haven't regretted it and I haven't looked back since. I love that because it's like you're living with no regrets. But you And I do see that you still have that support system here at home because I see, you know, like I said, I follow you. Um, so I see you come home a lot. You visit your Fox 5 family. You come visit your, you know, your family at home. You still come to visit. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm coming area. from home now. <laughs> I'm coming from D.C. right now, D.C. <laughs> I can't miss and, out. You know, being in the area is like three hours and three, four hours away. Like, that's a drive. I can't use this family opportunities and, you know, family time and, and just uh, precious moments, you know, with friends and birthdays and celebrations because I am, you know, X amount of, you know, miles away. You know, I can still take that drive and, to, you know, feel that, that love even though I'm away, you know, from my career. Yeah, good. So who would you say, I know you said you've been inspired and you've had a lot of support from your your family, your work family and your immediate family. Um, who would you say is someone in your work family now and maybe prior to you moving were um, your warriors, like your spirit warriors that really helped you and inspired you to keep moving forward? Um, right now, currently I have a coworker named Lulu. I love her to death. She, um, you know, she picked up a move from Atlanta um, to New wow. York, and we kind of had we kind of had the same journey. We're both the same age. We're both Pisces. You know, she's kind of my spirit warrior at work right now. But you know, when I was in D.C., you know, I had Allison Seymour, I had Sean Nancy, I had um, Terry, and all the anchors were very supportive. And you know, I had my you know, my immediate family. You know, my mom, my dad, my aunt. So you know, I had a big loving crowd around me. Uh, around me, and you know, some people tell you like I'm a light and that I attract energy and people. But I never thought about it until I got older. I was like, Oh no, you mean? definitely you definitely are a light because like I said, I once I started following you on social media, I fell in love. Like I can't get enough of your Insta stories and you doing your makeup and just talking about you and what you believe in. I can't get enough of it. That's why I wanted to share it with my listeners because I felt like you were that oh, light. Thank you so for much. People to say, yeah, look, I really do. I, I, I see that thank in you, you and I know they see that in you. I've met Allison Seymour before as well and spoke to her, and she is such an inspiration here. I love her. I call her my, you know, good girlfriend. Yeah, she's my work mom. <laughs> I can yeah, see that. I can mom. definitely she's see my that. My TV mom. We call each other TV mom and son because literally when I watched the talk, I just felt like I met, um, you know, a woman who just wrapped her arms around me and told me that even, you know, everything is going to be okay, no matter what it is. She's been in the industry for so long, so she has so much knowledge that, um, you know, you can soak up. And, you know, and I've been in the industry almost 10 years now. Um, wow. I graduated from college, University of Maryland, Eastern Shore, in 10 years. So, you know, I've uh, worked at Channel 7 in um, Arlington, Virginia, right down the street, too. So I have people, mm-hmm. you know, from those, um, from my own stations that keep me grounded as well. That's awesome. Um, so let me ask you a question about inspiring other people. I've seen on your Insta stories where you've actually gone back and done like a live or um, a Skype with your university with students coming up in the industry. What's that like for you? Oh, yeah. It's surreal, actually, because, you know, I just think about where I was. I knew I wanted to work in the industry. I actually wanted to be a reporter. 
But I was just like, you know, I I enjoy being who I am um, at all times. You know, sometimes reporters are in boxes and they have to be this, yeah. you know, mold that's just not me. So I kind of just found another way for me to be uh, who I am at work and still, you know, working in the TV industry and stuff like that. But anyway, um, you know, just I just remember sitting in those classrooms and, you know, sitting there and having basically no one of my age um, and that went to my university that represents, you know, you know, for us, especially people of color, it, right. in the industry where I am, and, you know, I'm thinking, like, where are these people at? Like, where, where are the young folks that graduated that are out there doing it? There was very few of us. So any opportunity right. that I get to speak to students and inspire them and tell them that, you know, it's a bumpy road as in any career. Um, but, you know, if you stick with it and you, you know, make good connections and work hard and be your best, like Melania says, be best. Um, you know, if you be best where you are and, you know, keep working hard, you can make it. You really can. And I, I, measure, I, I know you did because I watched it. I, I totally watched it. I fell in love with it. I was like, oh, my gosh, she is really inspiring and just keeping out there on the ground and letting people know you may have to do things differently than you thought when you, um, when you started. Yeah. You can make um, it. Yes. Yeah, you can still make it. You know, sometimes, you know, roads you think you're going to take, God, be like, er, I'm going to send you this way. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're so okay, right. I'm just down for the ride. Yes, because I read your, the Rolling Out article that you have the link to on your Instagram page, and um, and that leads me to, like, the question of where you said creating your own lane and how you didn't see a man of color who was in the LGBTQ community as a actual anchor and that you had to say, see that, you know, being a producer, you were still able to get your voice across on, you know, on the news. And... You know, people don't think about that when we set our intentions, that we set some intentions, but maybe it's going to lead us to another road that will still get us that success that feeds our soul. Yeah, like I I literally had to have that come to Jesus moment with myself, like, are you willing to sacrifice your integrity and um, basically like who you are as far as living outside and how you present yourself to the world for a job? And I had to tell myself, no, you know? Some days I wake up and I want to wear a contour highlight, you know, mascara, lashes, and other days, you know, I kind of just want to go, like, a little more less glam than, you know, I feel like it, but I feel like that's my spirit. That's who I want to be when I wake up. And so, right. you know, I had to think about that, you know, when you're on TV and just presenting yourself, especially as an anchor, you know, you have to look a certain way. You have to be a certain way. But that mold that was created way long before I was born into the world. Um, and I don't want to break that down, even though it should be already broken down. Um, right. You know, I don't want to keep getting the door slammed in my face because, you know, some people see my femininity as a threat. Or they're like, you know, the world's not ready for you, so they're not going to give you this opportunity. And, you know, but the stuff like that happens all the time. And, uh, you know, especially as people of color. You know, you don't see any openly gay or trans anchors out there. You don't see um, any, I mean, you do see openly gay anchors, but you, they're not as fem- feminine. They're not living their life as a gender, basically gender non-conforming, you know, way of, you know, life. And that's important for right. me to be myself everywhere I am because it helps me do my job. If I'm comfortable in my work setting, I can be, you know, my best person. Exactly. I can be the best employee for the company or whoever I'm working for because I feel comfortable and 100% in myself. A lot of people go to work and they hate their jobs or they put themselves in a, a position where they, 
you know, have to conform to the work life that they created or that um, they're in. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to compromise. No. And I, I think a lot of people get like that because they feel like this is how I can survive. And I see for you it's not about survival. It's about happiness. Where am I going to be the most happy and making the most impact? And I see yes, you doing that every so. day. Yes. Yes. No. And that's no. so important yes. to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it should be important to everyone. It really should because that is yeah. the way to actually live life. Yeah. There's, so. a, there's a difference between professionals. You know, you go, you, you grow up and your mom's like, or your dad is teaching about life. And they're like, you know, yeah. when you get a job, you got to go to work, and you got to be a certain way, and you have to wear your suit, and you have to do this. And, you know, time is changing. You know, there's yeah, a difference right. between being professional, and there's a difference between, you know, compromising who you are to fit in the corporate life world. And, you know, exactly. thank God I found a way, a happy medium for me. You know, not everybody has that, but hopefully me having my happy medium and telling the world that, look, this is who I am. This is how I present myself to the world. Yes, you can be successful in the way that you are, no matter what you do, no matter how you are. Just do the work, get your qualifications, and just go go get it. That's definitely right. Now, I have a question for you. You talked about being glam. Can we ever think of seeing you with your own makeup line? Because the way you beat that face, honey. You know, if God presents the opportunity for me and gives me some investors and some people, I actually would do it. But, you know, I, I just look at, I was looking at the video of Rihanna um, doing her makeup the other day, like from the last year, and I was just like, this girl created her own makeup line and don't even know how to do her own makeup. Like, I was just watching the video like, this is so sad. <laughs> but I would love to. You know, I want to. I can see you know, that now everybody's getting glam, and you know, boys are wearing, you know, being open more with wearing makeup and being, you know, um, getting in touch with their femininity, and it's kind of like becoming this this thing, and it's great. I, I enjoy it, but you know, I want to make you know makeup for you know guys and girls. You know, it's gender non gender neutral. You know, I want to make a line that can be if I you know had the opportunity, I would make a line that can you know be universal. I would love to see um, that. I would. I could just see you doing that. Just as much as you beat that face, and, like, and I'm like, I'm always watching. I'm like, yes, yes, beat face every time. And I'm like, you know, you I don't play. I do not. No, you play. don't, honey. That contour highlight is everything. Like, yes. <laughs> I had to get it down. Look, it was some years that I could not get it down. I didn't know what I was doing. But you know, practice <laughs> makes perfect. And, you know, I always watch YouTube videos or, like, um, other, you know, Instagram people videos, you know, because you can take tips and tricks from different people. And every yes. the great thing about makeup is that everybody's process in doing makeup is totally different. It you is. know, some people start out with their brows first, and they, 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 use, um, they don't use primer. I, I'm like, look, I've got to use primer. That's how my stuff lasts. But, you know, I everybody mean, uses I different use a primer products and different things. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Primer all the way. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just love, you know, makeup and how it uh, helps enhance people's beauty. Um, you know, I, I was going to go with the transform people, but the makeup isn't for transformation. It's for enhancing what you have. Because if you don't yeah. have anything and you wash it off at night, you still have to be comfortable with who you are 
at the end of the day when you look at yourself uh, in the mirror after and before and after the show. And see, that coincides with the work, how you do your work thing, because when you go home, you need to look in the mirror and be comfortable. Yeah. You know, I, I've been wearing makeup since I was like 12, 13. Thank you. Yeah. eyeliner and all. <laughs> I love it. You know, every I love it. Thick eyeliner was, I could not get it thin. My mom was like, Justin, what are you doing? Um, but, you know, I had a, a family around me that, you know, embraced that. You know, I'm the only openly gay, feminine, you know, male in my family, but I don't feel like, even though I noticed that, I don't feel ostracized for being who I am. And that's, you know, my that's family great enjoys because me. not a lot of people have that, and I think that awesome, that's so awesome, and it's, I'm grateful that you have that because, you know, it's, it's hard out there, especially for black gay males, to get that type of support yes. from their family. Yeah. It you is. know, the black community, you know, is broken in certain places. And, and, you know, I feel like especially when it comes to LGBTQ people, you know, we're alive in the totem pole, you know. Broken yeah. homes is, you know, some of us are homeless. Some of us are struggling and, you know, selling our bodies, you know, for the next meal. And, you know, but I feel blessed to be in a position where, you know, I, of course, all of us have had family issues and drama and stuff like that. And we, you know, are still, like, getting through and processing and traumas and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I feel blessed to have, like, kind of, you know, push past and push through all of that to create a life that, um, you know, I'm enjoying and a life that um, is inspiring so many people without me even, you know, trying to do that. Yeah, I love it. So this is my, my question that I've been really wanting to ask. So I saw in your stories one day you were watching Netflix Christmas movies, and you made a reference to there was no representation of you being that LGBTQ kind of Christmas movie where you see that representation. Can we see you producing that one day maybe? Look, I, I, my problem is, is that I... You know, I'm 31 years old. For 31 years of my life, I have been watching heterosexuals sit under the mystery. 31 years. Why don't we have a gay cookie movie that's on a platform, you know, Netflix, Hulu, you know, whatever, that I can watch and see representation of myself? Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, all, you know, the top line doesn't have to be all men, all women, you know, just in the third. What I'm saying is that we're the characters that represent LGBTQ Christmas. We enjoy Christmas, right. too. Yes, you do. You know, we we take our partners home with our parents, and we, you know, have eggnog and cookies and wait for Santa to come down the chimney. Like, the heterosexual Christmas is not the only type of Christmas in the world. Right. It's not the only Christmas out there. And I feel like it's 2020 in, what, three days. So why don't we have you know, LGBTQ, you know, uh, uh, holiday movies, you know, we have little characters here or there. We have something that's intertwined into, the, you know, you have the gay co-worker or the gay best friend or something like that, which right. is a typical role. But I'm like, who, who are these people? Where are these movies? Come on, let's get some diversity out here. Yeah, and I think that it should, I, when you said that, I, 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 like, I kind of resonated with me. I'm like, yeah, we do need more diversity. There's a lot out there that's not being shown on television, yeah, and you being there, having there that is. medium. Yeah, and I like that you spoke to that, like, hey, where's the representation? Like, I love doing this, but where's my representation? And that's what society needs today. And I think you being in the industry, you know, you can keep moving forward with that. I mean, we can start the hashtag if you want. 
Look, I'm like, look, if Netflix told me what they didn't respond to my tweet, I'd let it be known on my tag. But, you know, it, but a lot of people actually hit me up and, you know, said that. And some people was like, well, maybe it's not time yet, or don't y'all have holiday heart? And I'm like, holiday heart what? is 1990, 1999, okay, number one. And the two, holiday heart is not a Christmas movie. It's a movie no, about a drag queen. Uh, who lives in, in a, 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 a very um, rough neighborhood and befriends, you know, a mother and a child. That has nothing to do with exactly. Christmas. It just happened to be I, holiday time when the movie came out. Like, exactly. I'm like, I'm like no, that's not what it is. Movie, yeah, if you can only name one movie, let's just go with Holiday Heart. If you can only name one movie, why, why does my community only get one movie? And they sh- I mean, the LGBT community should not only have one movie, and I don't think, like you said, that's right. a fair representation of that. I think we need to see happier times, uh, you know, in the LGBT community. Like, I love Pose. It shows every facet, I think, that people don't think of or know of about the LGBT community, especially, you know, some of the beginning yes. of what Pride is about. And that's why I love the show so much. It's, yes. It has historical and factual events but it also shows you the good, the bad, the ugly, everything about it. And I think that yep. in this time we need that type of representation, and I like that you speak to that. And I just see for you, like, I think you can keep growing and maybe be that voice to help get that producer be behind the scenes on that because I think oh, that's look, needed. Oh, look, if the door opens, I would be there, girl, if the door opens. And <laughs> another thing about Pose is that they actually intentionally hired actors who are LGBTQ, um, and, you know, a lot of the actors in the uh, movie, uh, in the show, is trans, uh, trans women of color who, right. you know, have been struggling in Hollywood. You know, trans people want to be actors, too, you know? Um, so they intentionally hire people who are in the LGBTQ community to play these characters because in Hollywood, you have these actors who are heterosexual in real life, but they play gay roles. And then they win these awards, all these Oscars and, you know, uh, Academy Awards and, you know, everything else, um, Golden Globes for a role that they have no clue about. They don't live that life. And so it's amazing to me that we only have, you know, one or two shows that showcase our, you know, life and our lifestyle and the things that we've gone through, especially in history. Um, And, you know, you have actors who are, you know, who know this firsthand knowledge because, they've gone through this and they're living this truth. It amazes me. It does. It does. And I think it needs to change. And I love Pose for that. That is one of my favorite shows. Can't wait till the new season comes on. I'm super excited. I know. They already it. filmed it. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I have yeah. a watch party. Season two had me crying, girl. I, didn't it? It was so emotional, but it was needed. I think it was what was needed. Yeah. Yeah. It was very and needed. You know, I it was. I, I can't get over the first episode of season one where um, the boy was uh, in the house dancing and the father came home and he beat him because he was dancing to whatever song. I I can't get that scene out of my head because we've all been through that. (laughs) You know, our fathers, especially black fathers, who see their sons as too feminine or, you know, exerting their femininity. And, um, you know, they, they see that as a threat and they see that as being gay. And just because you're feminine doesn't mean that you, you're gay. Like, you know, everybody has feminine ways now. The boys are wearing tight pants and earrings and, you know, uh, uh, purses around their chest and on the side yeah. of their hips. That's feminine. It is. <laughs> you know? I think, I think people need to feel comfortable being who they are. And like I said, I like that you do that every day in your life, whether you're at work or you're out 
or, you know, you're with your family, you're with friends. I, that's why I see you as an inspiration because it's like I'm living life unapologetically and this is how everyone else should live too. Yeah. If I, if I died today, I would have no regrets about how I and live I, my life. And know? I think everyone should see that. Not going to live, girl. Not going to live. Like I said, I got a lot of living to do, honey. <laughs> yeah, I know. You still do have a lot of living to do, honey. I can't. Like I said, yeah, I can't I get gotta, enough of I you. I got a gay Christmas movie to produce, okay? You sure do, and I'm going to be right there at the opening, okay? Right. Tell me, I told yeah. him to do it. Yeah. I told him he got to do it. Speak it. Speak it, girl. Speak it. I'm telling I'm you speaking what, it into existence man. for you, and I will be right there Speak supporting it. you. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, well, I'm going to let you um, I'm gonna let you go soon. Is there any last things that you would like to tell our audience? Because I know you're on your way back home. Um, I just want to tell people to be yourself. Don't be afraid. You know, there are things in life that you're going to go through that's going to make you feel worthless, and it's going to make you feel low. So push through that and grow from that and uh, come out as a butterfly and, you know, just fly. And so what people don't agree with your lifestyle, your political, you know, party affiliation, um, how you wear your hair, how you dress. But, you know, as long as you feel comfortable, you will find a tribe, a tribe around you and people around you that will love you for you. You just got to find that. And no matter if it's friends, family, uh, uh, a guy you met at the bar, his friends, you know, just put people around you that are going to make you feel warm and appreciated. Um, other than that, live a happy 2020 and let's be hashtag be best in 2020, girl. Yes, hashtag be best. Well, thank you so much. And let everyone know where they can follow you and see you like I do on Instagram because you need to have oh, all the followers. Yay. I'm on Instagram, producer, P-R-O-D-U. E-E-R underscore Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T. All right. Well, thank you so much for this interview. You get home safely and have a wonderful 2020. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm so glad we got the chance to do this. You're amazing. And blessings to you and your show in the year 2020. Thank you so much. All right. Drive safely. Okay. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Tea Time with Monica. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast media. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And follow me on social media at Monica underscore the curvy diva, spelled M-O-N-I-C-A underscore T-H-E-K-U-R-V-Y-D-I-V-A and at Tea Time with Monica.